There's a great quote I heard recently that said, if you do not go within, you go without. And that's why in this audio, we're going to be looking at our internal world and how we can reimagine and reinvent our relationship with money. We want to be moving towards a belief system that serves us and one that empowers us to create and attract wealth into our world. Just like we can explore where our time and attention is going on the outside and what activities and tasks are keeping us busy, we also get to explore where our time and attention is going on the inside. And what I mean by that is getting really clear on what thoughts, on what stories, on what beliefs we are giving energy to and whether that that is in service to ourselves, our clients, and our business. Let's start off with some Mm. of the most popular stories. So what I call the conscious blocks, the ones that we're aware of that get in the way of making money. Some of the biggest blocks that I've experienced and that I've come across when working and supporting other coaches in their work is I'm not good enough. I don't know if I can help. What if they judge me in some way? Um, There's a story around rejection. They said no, and so we make it mean, you know, X, Y, or Z about us. We create stories about how hard things are. And then that can spiral into, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. We have a lot of story around things needing to be perfect around what I would feel about myself if I fail, what it would mean about me if I fail, what others would think if they saw me fail. So all of these thoughts and beliefs can have us completely derailed and procrastinating during the day or slipping back into our ways of filling our days with the busy work, the work that's not actually moving us towards building a professional practice. And it's keeping us away from building a professional practice. So my invitation is to notice where the attention is going. Whenever we get lost in these stories, notice where the attention is going. And the common thread is that it's going onto us. In some way, we're making it personal. So what if? What if it was as simple as asking ourselves better quality questions? Instead of making it about us, move the focus. What might serve this person? I wonder if having a conversation would be helpful for them. What am I seeing as possible for them? I wonder what they see as possible for themselves. See, the biggest differentiator I have seen between coaches who make it and coaches who don't, is that those who make it are really willing to stay in the game, learn more, and take consistent action on what they're learning. And what allows them to do that, and what sets them apart, is their relationship with what is happening on the inside of them. I notice how they don't get as hung up on their self-doubt or their negative thoughts and instead they put their attention and their energy on the thoughts that motivate, inspire and empower them. And they let go of a lot of the thinking that doesn't serve. 
And I want to be really clear here, it doesn't mean that they don't experience it. Of course they do, they are human and that being human comes with all of the emotions. It simply means that they are less interested in the unhelpful thinking when it surfaces. And when we're less interested in it and taking it less seriously, what happens is we make space, we make room for new, fresh and more uplifting thinking to occur. And there's loads of ways that we can do that. There are so many ways we can learn to be less interested in our thinking. Byron Katie has the work which has us questioning whether our thoughts are true and then turning them around. The three principles, which has been a significant part of my journey, has us looking into the illusionary nature of thought. That these coaches who make it, these coaches, they do this work on themselves and they work with their coaches to help see something different to their current beliefs. They don't wait for the thought to be gone before they take action. This is what I'm talking about when I ask things like, are you willing to look at these and let go of them? Are you willing to loosen the grip of that thought on you? Are you open? Are you open to being less attached to them being real or true or right? Like, will you dive in and really challenge and question the validity of your thoughts? And when I ask that, when I ask, like, what if they aren't real? What if that's not true? I don't mean for people to give me the answer, oh, well, you know, that would be really nice, that would be lovely, which I see often. I'm asking because I really want you to look. Like, really look at what you're telling yourself and challenge it. Be intentional and be open to seeing something fresh. I stress this because when we get into the practice of this, what I have found is that these thoughts then seem to drop away or at least appear less frequently. Sometimes I don't even notice they're no longer present. And that can often be the case with transformation. The result can be the absence of the noise and internal chatter. And I find myself, I hear myself saying this, like, oh, when did I stop caring about rejection? I'll be sending out connections and invitations out to events that I'm running or offering someone into a coaching conversation. And I'm just like, oh, when did I stop caring about rejection? When did I stop with all the story that I used to tell myself? And those kind of things that might have stopped me in the past just don't seem to stop me anymore. And there's so much freedom in there to connect human to human. And then they can pop back up again. <laughs> it's not like they're gone forever. Like sometimes they pop back up. And with me, I tend to bump into them again when I'm pushing the edges a little further, which I'm constantly doing. And, it, and that could look any way in a business, in a coaching business. It might be when I come to raise my fees or when I come to connect with someone who, according to my story, is way more successful or way more powerful than me. So learning to be with these thoughts instead of needing to, them to be gone before I can take action has been transformational. And to be able to do that, there needed to be a willingness to be really messy and fail sometimes. So if you're aiming for transformation at a level where you won't recognize yourself anymore, you have to be prepared to see yourself differently now to experience your thinking differently now. 
Are you willing to listen to your desires and your wisdom instead of your fears and your doubts? I love the saying, make your desire greater than your fear and you will find a way. We literally, these days, we have everything we need in order to be successful and make money in this business. Are you willing to shift your thinking where it isn't serving you? Are you willing to let go of what might look true right now? Are you willing to question your fears and act anyway? Bronnie Ware um, was a woman who spent many years working in palliative care and she wrote a book about the regrets of the dying. And the number one regret, the most common regret that she reported back, people had said, was, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. And when people were looking back at their lives, they could see how many dreams had gone unfulfilled and they were now dying knowing that it was due to a choice that they had either made or not made. So as I speak these words, I am one of those lucky enough to get to take another breath. And if you are listening to this, then you are too. So my invitation to you is to make your choice. Don't be in the majority. Don't be looking back and wishing you had lived a life more true to yourself. Choose, choose to live that life from today. Like start now. Embrace and experience the present and act in it consciously and with awareness to create the life, the business and the wealth that you desire. And when you approach life from that way of being, ask yourself, how will I show up to my business differently now?